0: Hey everyone, you're having Chai with Sahai, and today we're going to be talking about irrational anxiety. Anxiety is a disorder that is experienced by over 56 million people in India itself. Anxiety comes in many forms and types of disorders, um, the most common being general anxiety disorder. So today we're going to be talking about talking to someone who has been suffering with it itself. Hi, Navy. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing good. What about you? I'm doing really good. I'm excited to talk about this today. All right, then. How about we start it off with what anxiety means to you? Yeah, so I'd say
1: anxiety is like these overwhelming feelings. And generally, it's like feelings of fear and nervousness and feeling like you just can't handle what's about to happen. Um, you know what Murphy's Law is? It's this feeling of like anything that can go wrong will go wrong. So I feel like that's what um, anxiety feels like, where you just feel like everything is like going to go horribly wrong. You start thinking of all these possibilities of what will go wrong. And I guess just feelings of like you're so super scared and you're super nervous. And it, it, there's a lot of uneasiness and you're just wondering what to do about it.
0: Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Did you always know something was off?
1: Um. Not at first, at first it was just like, you know, you, you feel like kind of restless and you don't like, or like uneasy, but you don't realize that like, that's not something that everyone normally feels all the time. Uh, But then I think slowly, like it, it started to get like to a point where I was like, yeah, this, this does not feel, it does not feel like everyone's feeling this and it doesn't feel like everyone really gets how I'm feeling. So at that point, I think I realized that something was off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. When did you start realizing that maybe you were suffering with like anxiety?
1: I think like maybe a few years ago, Um, I was like, I, I, I was getting these feelings more often and I was starting to like, you know, it was starting to affect my day. It was affecting my ability to concentrate, stuff like that. And so I tried talking about it with some people, but it didn't seem like they, you know, like really understood that, um, like how I was feeling or they couldn't really like um, relate to it so then like I went online and I think that at that point I started realizing okay this is this is different and this is what I'm feeling and I think looking online and seeing so many people come forward with like how they felt about it was really helpful because it made me realize okay I'm not the only one who feels this way.
0: Yeah, and I think that's exactly why we're doing this right. So I think you defined it pretty well. And by Google standards, uh, anxiety is defined as a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease about an uncertain outcome. And speaking of people not understanding uh, how anxiety works, do you think you could explain to the listeners what the difference is between suffering with like an anxiety disorder and experiencing regular anxiety? regular anxiety is more
1: like you don't it it doesn't like you don't fixate on it so much it kind of comes and goes and it doesn't affect your ability to concentrate like when I think about like anxiety as like anxiety disorder it comes in the form of like I'm super I'm super nervous I'm thinking about a bunch of things I try to do something and I try to focus on something but I just can't because like I'm distracted by all these thoughts and it becomes hard to focus it becomes hard to just sit still and I don't think like normal anxiety would do that to you it wouldn't affect your day either like wh- sometimes when you're feeling super anxious like you don't you can't eat or you can't sleep because there's just so many thoughts in your head and I think that really wouldn't happen with regular anxiety it would just come and go and it wouldn't be as intense either yeah I, I
0: think that makes a lot of sense I hope um some people felt a little bit more enlightened about what it's like how on current affairs how do you think the pandemic affected your anxiety levels in general how did it affect your life um
1: i think contrary to most people i think the pandemic affected me in a pretty good way when it comes to my anxiety especially uh, in terms of social anxiety because you know that uh, that feeling of where you, you're sitting in a group and you're worried if like, if the people there really want you there or like, you know, should you be there or stuff like that. That really helped because I didn't really have to like uh, communicate with them face to face. And I think that really helped like kind of put a filter through it. And so it helped my anxiety. Another thing is I think with anxiety, a lot of it comes from this fear of like, you're not in control. And so the feeling is, like, you don't know what's going to happen. So you, like, overthink a bunch of things because you want to be prepared for whatever is about to happen. And I think, like, just being in my room and, like, being able to, like, you know, everything's familiar. It feels like my territory. I'm in control here. And I think that feeling really made me a lot more confident when, like, you know, just dealing with my anxiety, it made, it felt a lot easier. So, yeah, I think it honestly, like, kind of made me, like,
0: better in a way I think yeah that makes a lot of sense do you think that maybe when you remind yourself that like you cannot control everything or when you have something familiar around you that it helps reduce your feelings of anxiety or does it make it worse
1: um having something familiar definitely helps and like these You know stress balls or like you know whatever something you can fidget with i think really helps like i usually wear a ring and fidgeting with it when i'm anxious really kind of helps me just like think or just calm down and uh like in regards to like if you just remind yourself you can't control everything i don't know how much that helps maybe it helps other people for me personally it doesn't really stop the feelings or the thoughts it, it just kind of feels like even worse because I know I can't control anything, but I still can't stop myself from feeling this way. And it kind of adds to the fear. So I don't think telling yourself that would really help. But um, I think instead of telling yourself that you can't control everything, telling yourself that whatever is going to happen, I'll be fine and I'll get through it. And it's not going to like it. Won't, it's not the end of the world. Just reminding yourself of that is a lot easier. So I think, yeah, it's like just things to tell you that you're going to be stable and you're going to be fine work a lot
0: better. Yeah, uh, that's pretty interesting, actually. So there are definitely different things to say when someone is just like experiencing regular anxiety, whereas going through an actual disorder. Are there any things that people have said to you about your anxiety that you absolutely detest or that you wish no one who suffers with anxiety has to hear?
1: um, just stop thinking about it. Because uh, if I could do that, I think I would have already done that. Because it's not it's not a good feeling. It's not something you want to have. Um, or like, don't overthink things, stuff like that. Or like, you know, like, just forget about it. Or, you know, just cheer up, stuff like that. Or like, you know, just just ignore it. Uh, th- especially that last one, just ignore it. It doesn't help. Because I feel like the more you try to ignore these feelings, the more it starts to come back at you. Like sometimes, yeah, distractions are good. But a lot of times I've noticed that just sitting down, taking a deep breath, maybe like, you know, just facing these fears, feeling those feelings, maybe even crying about it every now and then. It really does help. It really puts you at ease. Like that, the feeling of confronting it makes you feel like, okay, I can handle this. I can do it. Uh, and I think, so the, the idea of just ignore it or it'll go away is not a very good thing to say
0: mm-hmm. do you think that there are like specific symptoms of anxiety that you recognized in yourself
1: um well like i said before um you're not able to concentrate you can't focus on anything and like it it, it kind of affects like when you have a big exam coming up and you're really scared, and you're really, like, anxious about it, but then every time you sit down to study, you can't focus, because all you can think about is how badly this can go, Um, and you just feel really, like, scared and stressed, and, like, you know, the feeling of, you don't want to eat anything, or you end up eating too much, because, like, you just can't, like, you know, be normal, because you're just so scared, you need to do something, Um, and, like, a lot of times, I noticed that, like, I'd have so many thoughts going on, and it'd be hard to, like, sleep at night, uh, because, like, I'd stay up to, like, late, late hours in the morning, not willingly, but just because I was just, like, thinking of so many things, and, like, just feeling so many things at once, and it was, like, really scary, and um, I think, yeah, like, especially at night, it, it gets kind of hard to, like, deal with those feelings, and I think, yeah, that, overwhel- that sense of just, like, overwhelming. And it kind of feels like you're trapped inside your head. And, like, you want to get out, but, like, you don't know how or how to deal with it. So it kind of feels like you're trapped. And that feeling also, like, um, I think is a very hallmark symptom of anxiety disorder.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's kind of horrible that a lot of people need to deal with this on their own. If any of you guys can relate to what she's saying, or if you feel... Like maybe you might be suffering with an anxiety. Please do visit a professional. Get checked. Make sure don't self diagnose. But it's definitely if important if you feel uh, immensely that you that something is wrong. Don't be afraid. And especially love what you said um, on like what people say to you about anxiety. I think a lot more people should know what to say. Right? Um, okay. so you, anything- you can
1: make things worse if you say the
0: wrong thing. Yeah, do you think that there's anything like, like someone's friend or like their loved one is suffering with anxiety? Is there something people around them can do to help?
1: Um, yeah, uh, first off, yeah, avoid those sentences, because they don't help. And I think just understanding, like, even if you can't relate to how they're feeling, just understanding that they can't stop how they're feeling. So telling them that doesn't help. And, you know, even if you you don't understand why they're overthinking so much or why they have these like intense feelings, just accept that, yeah, they have it and it's not going anywhere. So, you know, we're going to have to get through this together, that kind of a thing. Or when they're like, you know, going down in a spiral and like, they just, they're just overthinking a lot. Um, just be there with them and try to like debunk maybe some of the things they're saying like why this wouldn't happen or like you know um you know what what is the most likely scenario and just like t- just keep reminding them that they're they're enough and they'll get through it and this this isn't like they're strong enough to go through this I think that really helps just those like those reassuring uh sentences they really help
0: I love that. I think that I think if more people were educated on this matter, I think a lot more people would be experiencing a lot more support. Do you think mm-hmm. um because of like the stigma around anxiety, um like has it affected the way you talk about it or the way you experience it?
1: Well, yes, because yeah, because um, first of all, like I said, those things that people tell you, um, they kind of get ingrained in your own head because you've heard them so much uh, that you start to tell yourself those things. And that certainly doesn't help because when you're hearing it from someone else, you can at least say, yeah, it's not, they, they just don't know how I'm feeling. When you tell yourself that, it's a whole other thing. And also just um, the stigma around it just makes you like really uncomfortable talking about it. And it feels really hard to open up or just to be vulnerable. And, you know, it's like when you when you try to talk about it with certain people who have that old fashioned mindset, it, it can honestly make things just 10 times worse. And that that's like, when you try to seek out help also, um, just the feeling of like, you know, they're not going to listen to me, they're gonna invalidate what I'm feeling, or they, they're just not gonna like understand it. Those feelings are always there. So I think yeah the stigma like it's a, it's such a good thing that you're doing this podcast because this also helps reduce that stigma and helps tell people like yes what you're feeling is real and it is valid and you know you're gonna get through it. So I think it's a really good thing that you're doing this also.
0: Thank you so much. Um yeah we're definitely hoping we can reduce the intense stigma around it. I mean if you think about it the fifty six million people. In our country that suffer with anxiety that's just the reported number like we don't even know how much it is mental mm-hmm. illness is extremely common and um the number of unreported cases that end up really badly it's definitely not like uncommon uh if you are stuck suffering with extreme anxiety or your mental health in general please do call 9820-466-726 I would repeat nine eight two zero four six six seven two six. This is a crisis helpline. Please do not be afraid to reach out for help. Uh so yeah, back to the back to the podcast. Do you guys think that that there are some bad habits you might have developed because of anxiety to like cope with it, like the stereotypical nail biting? I don't think nail biting was ever something I did, but
1: I I can definitely relate with like fidgeting a lot and um like you know people start noticing and they're like why are you fidgeting so much just stay still and um so yeah I noticed that I fidget a lot when I'm anxious um or I try to like distract myself from it which doesn't really help most of the time uh it like I try to like I try really hard to like ignore the feelings and that Like I used to at least, and that didn't help either. Um, Yeah, or like just extreme habits because I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't do things in moderation because, you know, it just wouldn't let me. So I think, yeah, those are some coping mechanisms that were bad. But I, I think I'm getting better because I've found some more positive, more healthy ones, and I'm trying to replace the old ones. So I think I'm doing a lot better
0: now would you mind going into that what are some of like the healthy coping mechanisms you've developed to deal with your anxiety
1: um I'd say the most like the one that helped me the most is that if you're in like if you're feeling anxious and you're in a situation where like time permits you to you should definitely have an outlet and go like use that outlet when you can like um preferably it's something that gets you moving like it could be something like you like like drawing or music or something but i i for me personally i found that anything physical that gets because your mind is already racing so you get your body to that level uh it also it actually helps calm your mind down and you know physical exercise is like a really good one so yeah something that you could just use as an outlet something that helps you you know just calm down and like just like helps you get rid of that hyperactivity uh, that is really good. And so that's one. Uh, another I'd say would be like journaling, just writing how you're feeling. Um, I know a lot of people probably have this issue that I have where they don't like writing because when they read back, they kind of cringe at it. But I think you don't have to read back what you wrote. Just write it in the moment so that you can kind of, you have an outlet again for your feelings. And just, you know, if you don't like, especially if you don't have anyone to talk to around you, journaling really helps. So I think, yeah, stuff like that and making sure, just monitoring yourself to make sure that you're not, you know, doing like any extreme habits. I think that's very
0: important too. Yeah, definitely. I think that um, on that subject matter, do you think that there are any tips you can give to people who want to talk to the people close to them about their anxiety or about what they're going through? Is there like a lot of people listening might be, Scared to each other. They don't know how to do it. Do you have any tips? Just um something to advise to them. Mm, Well, first off, uh, first of all, I'd say um
1: make sure you're talking to the right people. Um I'm not sure uh if this really fits, but um some sometimes if you talk to the wrong people, they can actually make things uh harder for you. So if you're gonna talk to someone, make sure you trust them and make sure that like you, they understand you, make sure they know you. So that way it becomes a lot easier. And second of all, be patient because a lot of people, yes, they they don't know how it feels. So they might have a lot of, you know, like hesitation or they might not understand it. So be patient, do try to explain. Uh, I think the best way to explain anxiety to people who don't have them is with metaphors, like, um. Like, I I read one where it said, like, you know, it's like, I'm in a swimming pool, and I got thrown in the deep end. And like, I, I, like, there's water all over me. And it's very overwhelming. And I'm just like trying to stay afloat, that kind of thing. So I think because these feelings are really hard to explain in logical terms. So I think uh, using metaphors would really help. Uh, So yeah, like, if you're gonna tell someone about it, make sure you're 100% okay with who you're telling. And make sure that they're not people who would you know shame you for it or invalidate you they would try to understand your perspective and if you and i do recommend reaching out to someone but just make sure it's the right person
0: i think that's wonderful and hey guys i get it if you don't understand what someone's going through or if you're just not able to contemplate how something works but I just wanted to remind everyone that that's just not an excuse to invalidate or be insensitive to somebody's feelings. Try and be a little empathetic. Try and just be there for them. Maybe figure out the best ways to respond, and try to just not be. Um, don't sound don't sound insensitive or like you don't. Um you don't believe them you don't understand them we try to avoid those kind of sentences don't try to say you know where they're coming from if you don't just try to be there to them just try to listen to them definitely yeah yes definitely yeah all right it's what empathy is all about yeah that's what makes us human right
1: yeah exactly exactly
0: do you think you would like to share with us any experience you've had with anxiety, like either at school or at home?
1: Mm, experience I mean, I think overall like i I can I can you know relate to those feelings of like just being super restless and you know your parents are like, why why aren't you sitting in one place? Why can't you just stop fidgeting?" why can't you like, you know, just focus or like when you're trying to study and you're feeling very anxious about the day you had and then, but you're trying to study and your parents keep coming and saying like, focus or, you know, just stop being so restless, stop being so distracted. And you honestly just don't know how to do that um because you're feeling so anxious. So I think like um that was one, like that was an example. Or if you're talking about social anxiety, like a feeling of like, uh, it, I think it also stems from like feelings of self worth like are they are they interested in talking to me do they want me here am I talking too much uh, am I not listening to them or like did I say something that will set them off and you're like very, very hyper aware of what you're saying and how they're responding. Um. yeah so I think those are like some very common examples of um, anxiety.
0: Yeah, I get that. I do. Um, Do you think anxiety is accompanied with other feelings, any other specific feelings?
1: Mm, anxiety can be accompanied with a lot of feelings. I think feelings of inadequacy or feelings of um that you don't like feeling of like losing control, like I said, or feelings of low self-worth. I think all of those also come into picture or a feeling that like, um, you're not enough, or you're you're not who people think you you are stuff like that, I think is also included here.
0: Do you have a message for everyone listening, like anything you'd like to share to everyone or you like to spread?
1: Well, yes, if anyone out there is suffering from anxiety, like we said, do reach out for help. Do realize that you know these feelings are not invalid and you're not alone. everyone feels this way. But I'd say also to just remember that like these mental health in general, mental illness in general, they're not like linear progression. You don't get better, you know, just like at one shot. Um, you, you know, it's like it'll take like a long time. It's going to be a long, hard struggle. But it, it does get more manageable as time goes on. It's not, you know, it's not always going to be this intense. It's not always going to be this hard to like, carry out with your life things will get like a little easier as time goes on. So I think just keep at it and talk to someone. And if you need help, go reach out for help. And slowly and surely,
0: things will get better. Yeah, exactly. Healing isn't a linear process. Don't beat yourself down if you're not there yet. Because one day you will. And we're so excited to see you there. All right. Thank you so much, Navy, for joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank
1: you for having me. This was a lot of fun to talk about.
0: All right. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. We hope to record more podcasts on different disorders. Why don't you message us on what you think we should do? We'll see you soon.